Slaughterhouse Cases, 1873. These are the facts. Of the three constitutional amendments adopted after the Civil War to guarantee the newly freed Negroes the ordinary rights and immunities of free citizens denied to them in the Dred Scott decision, the 14th gave rise to the greatest controversy and judicial interpretation. The first and most controversial section of the amendment reads, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The first case before the Supreme Court involving the interpretation of this amendment, however, had nothing to do with the rights of freedmen. It called for the interpretation of a law passed by the legislature of Louisiana, challenged as abridging the privileges and immunities of the citizens of Louisiana. The law in question had granted a monopoly on cattle slaughtering to a single concern in New Orleans, thus preventing over a thousand other persons and concerns from continuing in that business. The argument by the attorney for the plaintiffs. May it please the court. England was no stranger to the evils of monopoly and had long forbidden it by law when this country was colonized. Our ancestors also despised monopolies and so they founded all our institutions on the principles of free competition and free enterprise. But this act of the Louisiana legislature creates a monopoly in the face of these traditions. This act makes it unlawful for qualified men to engage in a lawful business. It deprives them of the trade to which they have entrusted their property and on which they have founded all their hopes of success on earth. The 14th Amendment protects every citizen against such an evil as this monopoly. The amendment makes every citizen a member of one class, citizens of the United States and no state can deprive a citizen of the United States of his guaranteed privileges and immunities. On the contrary, state laws must be framed to secure to him life, liberty, property, and secure protection of the laws. These are his rights. How greatly this act disdains our law, our free traditions. It violates our law by creating a monopoly. By an act of partiality, it denies to a thousand people equal protection of the law, forbidding them to work at their trade. And they are deprived of property without due process of law because the act forbids them to exercise their property right to the fruit of their labors. Such an act is abhorrent to our United States Constitution. We ask the court under the 14th Amendment to strike it down. The Opinion of the Court by Mr. Justice Miller. The legislature of Louisiana had authority to pass this act unless some restraint be found in the Constitution of the United States. To decide the act's validity, we must therefore construe the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. 
No questions of such far-reaching importance to the people, the states, and the United States have been before this court during the official life of any of its members. After careful deliberation, we now announce our judgment. The 14th Amendment defines citizenship in the states and the United States, but it does not make the two identical. The amendment protects only the privileges and immunities of citizenship in the United States. Plaintiffs argue that the two kinds of citizenship are the same. It would follow from plaintiffs' argument that the 14th Amendment transferred the enforcement of all civil rights from the states to the federal government. We think the amendment had no such aim, for this would radically change the whole theory of relations between federal and state governments. It would fetter and degrade the states against the spirit of our institutions. Congress intended no such result. The plaintiffs have claimed privileges and immunities that the 14th Amendment will not impose over state authority. They are not rights inherent in United States citizenship. Nor is there substance in plaintiff's argument that they were deprived of equal protection of the laws or of property without due process of law. We see in the 14th Amendment no purpose to destroy the general features of our federal system. Even when our statesmen have imposed burdens on the states, their purpose has been to improve the working of the Union. It was never to deprive the states of the power to govern themselves. And however a war may affect public opinion, we think this court has always balanced federal and state power with a steady and an even hand. And so, boundaries were established for the 14th Amendment, which were never contemplated by the Congress, and the delineation of the privileges and immunities of citizens, both white and black, left to the jurisdiction of the states. From the slaughterhouse cases to the present, no suit based on an alleged violation of this clause has yet been successful. <laughs>